of this commercial, but this will be the last time you hear this particular spot right here. Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern, it's the oh. Tim Oney Show for two big hours. Well, maybe you won't hear it. Let's, I don't know why you won't hear it, but... It's time now for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Reekard, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips, demonstrations of products, and much, much more. You may reach us by calling 1-646-558-8656. You will need the meeting ID 848-725-450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Bill Sparks. Well, thank you very much. And just a little quick explanation. The reason the number is changing because we're changing the Zoom number for all of the Legend programs to one number. And a lot of people have been using that number anyway. So beginning next week, that number will be 646-876-9923. And... It will go, how's it go, Jeff? Let's see. Yeah, two, it will be all things radio meeting idea. 287 two, uh, two, And then hit the pound twice. Right. Um, it's just a more consistent thing for the station. So that, that will change next week. First of all, thanks for coming back this week. We are back. 
been a little under the weather. And um, yesterday I got a lot of calls about that and a lot of concerns. And so I want to make sure that a couple things are set straight. A, as far as I know, I never was diagnosed or never had COVID. Number two, I was never in a hospital. And number three, I never went to a doctor. Now, maybe at some points during the last week or two, I felt like I needed to be. But I never went to any of those places. And I am much, 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 much better now. And I think you can attest to, Jenny, that I've never been to a doctor, nor have I been to the hospital. Is that correct, Jennifer? That's true. I mean, we talked about possibly getting you an appointment with a doctor Monday if you weren't better, because well, I was pretty concerned by Sunday when you couldn't hardly get out of bed without coughing, and, and I didn't want you to get pneumonia or something like that, because I thought you should be starting to get better. But fortunately, I did, and I'm feeling, feeling much, much better. So just to clear up those things, they come on the shows and said you've been in the hospital and this no 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 that's not true at all so we'll move on jennifer how have you been doing you've been feeling better now yeah i'm feeling pretty good now almost normal for me anyway in indiana in the winter but yeah no i'm everything's pretty much back to normal i um did decide to cut back some of my legend work till I get get myself as Jenny pointed out to me I never stopped after my operation I didn't really take any time off when I came home I went right back to work and work pretty much and and added things I counted up today or yesterday one morning when I couldn't get back to sleep I was counting up all the broadcasting hours and that doesn't count the extra time it takes to get ready for the shows but I figured out one day you were doing 17 hours just of broadcasting not counting the preparation a week so we've we've slowed down just a little bit but we're doing much much better Okay, anything else going on with you, Jenny? No, not really. Things have been quiet. I'm just sitting here trying to get Dave to invent a Braille writer that will write on both sides of the page like a printer. I thought I was hallucinating when I got up to that one. Um, Let's see here. Let's go to Michael Loff in near Evansville. Right. Hello, everyone. Um, yeah, speaking of the, I'm waiting for the push button slate and stylus and have the six buttons on it. You just push them. That was supposedly something we're doing 10, 15 years ago. Never went anywhere. Unfortunately, I thought it would be a cool idea. Uh, what have I been doing? I've been playing. It's something I've wanted to do for years, and I finally dove into it this past weekend. Learning a piece of recording software, recording, editing, and production. Uh, it's called Reaper. That's what P-E-R actually stands for, production, editing, and recording. But it is amazing what this thing will do. You just have to spend some time and learn it. But just like your promo there, you have the music on one track and a speech on a track, and then you make a change. You just punch in the new uh, 
the new codes or whatever, whatever you need, and off you go. If you you can sing, you can do four-part harmony with yourself, or you could take a meeting like this Zoom and put everybody on their own track and then pan them so Jeff could be over on the left and Jenny on the right, and here we are stuck in the middle with Bill. You know, there's all kinds of cool stuff you can do with it, so we've just been playing with that and uh, learning it, kind of get excited because it does audio and video. So I've really been thinking about getting into the... A lot of blind folks, believe it or not, are starting to do video, YouTube, and, and have been doing it for a couple of years. Uh, there's more people than you'd think, so I'm really been toying with that get the concepts down i got one person just to proof it just to double check but i mean there's software that can capture your screen if you just want to do computer software demos or just stay focused on you uh get one of those tripods or whatever mount the camera if you want to do something show how to prepare a recipe in the kitchen or whatever so that's kind of what i've been playing with it's kind of needed something new to stimulate my mind and this has not been a it's been around a while it's not like this just came up last week no reaper's been right it's something i've wanted to do for a couple of years now i i googled it the other day and it said 2016 i thought it went back to like 2009 so i'm uh, i have to ask maybe they were using something else back then but uh, yeah it's it's been around a while and it was made by the justin frankel the guy that made winamp so a lot of folks know winamp uh, but yeah, it's. I'm pretty excited. I mean, you can you could use it like I don't even know how to explain it. Like a a device to process your voice. Like I could come in here and have it have an equalizer, a compressor, limiter, all kinds of cool stuff. It gets kind of geeky, but it it's pretty amazing, pretty powerful. And it doesn't need. Uh, I mean, if you use it with Jaws or or NVDA, you don't need scripts to run it. I mean, obviously you can run it with scripts, but you don't need them, correct? Um, I, I'd say probably. I haven't tried to run it without the scripts. I use it more with NVDA, uh, but Jaws, yeah, Jim Snowbarger did did write some scripts for it, and were updated not too long ago, and I got those, and it adds some functionality for those who use Jaws. I find it runs slower with Jaws, uh, so. You know, I don't know. That's just one of those things. But, yeah, it's. I'm just amazed. I mean, if you're really into audio, this would be the tool to, to play with. A lot of people look forward to it. Uh, Jonathan Mosen uses it a lot. and uh, Exclusively. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. Can you give a website for the Reaper for, for someone who wants to purchase it, uh, Mike? It's reaper.fm. It does have a cost of $60, but you get a free 60-day trial to play with it and see. But you really have to... Unless you're really good, you have to get some training or go somewhere uh, and, you know, get your head around kind of how it works because it's a little different from any other software. But there's a free, some got some free tutorials over at a site called audio.pizza. Have you ever heard of that, Sean and Garth? Uh, audio.pizza, yeah. Then there's YouTube videos and you could pay. Brian Harchin did a tutorial on it. Uh, and had a Zoom meeting. I think they did back in the or September, October. The folks could attend live, and and I think Derek Lane does some one-on-one training. Well, and I've been thinking about once I really understand it better, doing like just an hour just to explain the basics, so people like Jeff or you could just know enough to get it up, get it going, and uh, you know then decide if they like it. I can. I like I like one thing you said, Mike. I want to keep the mind stimulated, and that is certainly they're going to make certainly going to do something for that. You know, I got to tell you, right? Whether it's Reaper or whether it's whatever you're doing, keep busy. 
Yep, do a little bit of exercise to keep you physically going and then do something to challenge your mind. Because if you're not, then you're not really not enjoying your best years of life. Well, let's slide on up to Altoona, Pennsylvania and see what's going on there. I understand there's an arrival coming today. Yeah, we are supposed to get a refrigerator that we were supposed to get last Friday, but because of the snow in Harrisburg, which is where they were delivering it from, we couldn't get it. They rescheduled the delivery. And so it's supposed to come this afternoon. Now, what did you do with all the stuff that's in your refrigerator now? Are you going to you gonna wait till they come here to empty the old refrigerator? No, or you have to have it emptied already. Okay. Um, so do you have so a cooler? You have you have coolers it's for been, it? No, it's been stuffed into two little tiny refrigerators, little oh. tabletop refrigerators. Oh, I got gotcha. you. And um, Bill, we did work to dispel the hospital myth yesterday with two or three different people who called. So, yeah, well, I'm just telling you, uh, it's what it was, but it was a myth, and it had to be shot down right away. So, but we'll we'll move on and go on from there. And glad I wasn't there. So, if I'm going to go to the hospital, it's going to be in Florida, where where I've got my doctor. So, anyway, um, we're ready for that refrigerator, and we but we don't know what time. Did you say you don't? Well. The window they gave us was 12.30 to 4.30. We are supposed to get a call 30 minutes before they come, but my experience has been that I'd say 85 90% of the time you get the call, and once in a while you don't. So, yeah. But they need to call us because if they don't call us, they're going to have to wait till we capture Sunshine and put her in the bedroom. Yeah, like Jackie would. Nugs, it takes some people 30 minutes, 40 minutes to get their animal caught up. and Oh, we can do it in less time, but that it's up to them to call us so that we can. And put her in the refrigerator. There you go. <laughs> that's evil. That's evil, Tim. That's you know, speaking evil. of stuff for refrigerators, I, I walked down before we got started it. And I haven't drank one of these in a long time, and I can see why I thought. But I'll get something to keep my throat dry. It's something called the Diet Pepsi. Yuck, yuck, yuck. I don't think I like things like this so well. So now that we've got the refrigerator all waiting on and get the cat put up, so... Let's uh, get all that going. Let's see. Let's go to Albany. Okay, very good, Bill. God, talk about diet. The worst diet drink I ever ever tried was Tab. That was the most, the most horrible, horrible tasting oh, stuff. I. It's just terrible, and um, it's not good at all. I don't like, don't like, don't like Tab at all. So everything is good here. I was talking to Chris and Dave on the phone yesterday and saying that I was uh, doing my shopping at Aldi, which I've never done before. It is a little bit different animal. It's not like a. Re- I mean. Yeah, they call themselves a grocery, but they're they're much more limited than let's say your larger supermarkets and in, in what they have, and every and everything is their own brands basically, except for a few things. And but it worked out well, so I can't complain. Um, I like the way they pack their steaks, and their steaks are very reasonably priced, and they're already pre-packaged in sealed um, in sealed packaging, so they're vacuum sealed when you get them. So uh, 
unless you had two stakes to a package, which I did for one of them, um, I just I just put the the one the individual stakes that I bought in in the freezer in, in its packaging, so it would be easier. But the other ones that were packed as two to a package, I just unpack those and put them in Ziploc bags. So, have you tried Delta stakes yet? No, I'm going to try them out later on during the week. So. Um, I'll try them out and let you know what they taste like. Because uh, even my sister said, "Well, we don't have any Aldi's around where she is," but she was telling me that she knows people who go there, and they and they have their, they. She said that they like their meats and they like their cheeses and stuff like that. So we'll find out. We'll see how it's how it works out. That's all I can say. But everything is good here. It's about um, what did I say? 18 degrees here in Albany, New York. But it's going to go to about 33 or 40 degrees, 34 degrees, I should say here. So I'm not complaining. It was much better. We had really cold weather. Something I don't like. Uh, and I know Dave and Chris, you guys had cold weather this past. Yesterday was pretty cold yesterday, so that was not fun. Very good. All right, let's see. Radio, have we got to our friend Radio Tim yet? No, we got to get well, him now. I'm here. Good morning, everyone. It's about uh, 30 degrees here, supposed to go up to 34, which isn't too bad for Minnesota. Our normal high is 23, so... Anyway, uh, and uh, in, well, things have been going pretty good around here. Laura had her eye surgery last Wednesday, just a little after the coffee club, actually. And uh, it went real, real well. And she has, well, on Thursday, she had her vision had improved from 20 over 400 to 20 over 70 with without correction and it's gotten better than that since then too so so both eyes were successful which is a good thing i guess pretty uh-huh. amazing that they can do that kind of stuff and it only took about oh about an hour I'd wow say. amazing now, did you go to the hospital with her and wait with her at the hospital, Tim? Obviously, I would think you. Yeah, right. I got I got a lot of reading done. <laughs> no, I was going to say because what can you do in the waiting room, right? Yep, I just brought a. Well, I, I have books on my phone, and I just read. And it's amazing the difference that makes. I've talked to people that have had cataract surgery, and they say, "Oh, how much brighter everything is after they get get done, all the colors and everything." Yeah. Yeah, she's she's commented on that, and of course now she needs vision, or she's real farsighted. So before she, she was real nearsighted. So, so well, you have the choice, degree. right? You, you can yeah. choose which. Yeah, um, and so now she'll have to get reading glasses, but. Well, if that's the worst thing that can happen, that's certainly, that's certainly it's not that bad, really. You know, glasses, yeah. you know, that'll work. And she wears those, they call them cheaters, or those glasses that work for her reading. And they're, they're pretty cheap. I mean, they're like 20 bucks a pair or something like that. Well, I'm assuming the other one, she actually has to buy glasses. She'll go to um, an opt- optometrist or an ophthalmologist to do, uh, or an optometrist to get uh, prescription glasses so that they get the right yeah. ones to match her eyes, obviously, to maximize her vision. Yep. So, so you've been. Uh, otherwise, things are going well. Uh, that's a good thing. That is a good thing. <clears throat> so. Well, that's good, Tim. I guess we better get to some of these hands. 
Jeff, you want to start diving into these hands? I certainly shall. Um, and we'll start with Charles in Baltimore, Maryland. And then Joe Sorensen will be next. Charles, can you please unmute yourself? Yes. Can you hear me okay? We oh, hear you. Yeah. Go ahead. Yes, thank you. Um, well, um, yeah, I agree with you about trying to keep your mind active. Um, yesterday, um, on my blind show, I got I finally got help setting up my email. Boy, that was hard. And today I sent my first one independently, so it took a little while to get started, but I did it. And, you know, I, I agree with that. It's, it's challenging, very challenging to do something like that, but... Yeah, you know, I'll get better at it as time goes on. It just takes time. You don't learn it all in one day. Why and not? That's what people I wish forget. we could. I said, I wish we could. Yeah, could. I know. I know. That's yeah. true. I wish we could too. Make life so much easier, wouldn't it? Yeah. Also, the um, I don't know if I should mention this enough, but the NFB of Maryland, we're going to Annapolis to do our thing next Thursday. Um, and what the will, the bill that we're trying to do is get passed where the state has to make everything in public schools accessible for blind students. Because um, I know a couple of them, and yeah, I'm thinking about them as I try to help advocate for that. So it's been cold, um, but it's January, of course. So that's the way these things go. So. I hope everybody's doing well. And, Bill, I'm glad you're feeling better. Remember, people do care about you. Thank you so much, Charles. You're welcome. And thank you all, too. Thank you, Charles. All right. Uh, what is it, Joe, next? Joe, you're next, Joe, out of Albuquerque. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, hi. Good morning here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. 25 degrees, clear sky, sunshine up to 56. Low tonight, 25. Hi. Anyway, I, I have a question. Is there a command? Is, is there a way to shut off email notification? Where? On your phone? On, on a computer. Well, if you don't run mail, it's, it shouldn't give you a notification. <laughs> what, how are you running for mail? Are you running Outlook? Are you running Thunderbird? Are you running Microsoft Mail? What program are you using? Outlook. Uh, well, if you close your, if you don't, if you run Outlook and if you close it down, it should not be giving you notifications if it's closed down. At least, at least now, if it's open, one. it's going to. Yeah, if you close that window or do an Alt F four while you're in Outlook, you close it down. You won't get notifications. The only time you'll get notifications is if it's open and running all the time. Oh yeah, because I because like even 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 now when I'm on here, I get notifications and I I I, I press the control key as fast as I can to shut that up. Right, but as long as that email program's open, you're going to get email. And you're going to get notifications. Okay. Good morning, everybody. Um, I just just wanted to say hello and and whatever. You know, you were talking about how um, you got that, how um, Tim... Yeah, how you talked about your your wife's uh, cataracts. I remember years ago, my my grandmother on my mom's side had gotten uh, cataract surgery. And what's interesting about that is she did all right, you know, eyesight. But then shortly after that, she ended up with dementia. So it's like I don't know how that happened, but maybe it was just one of those snowball effects. I don't know. Anyway, I just thought I'd mention that. Yeah. Well, all that's changed. I mean, it used to be a bad thing, you know, 
sign of doom if you got cataracts, where now it's a good thing because now they can correct. Oh, it used to be yeah. such a big that you thing. Had to, you can't until old, you get the cataract. And right. in the old days, you had to stay in bed. You had to put sandbags over your eyes. I mean, they, they, they've come a they long way in how they... Oh, treat. yeah. Now it's the same day. You can actually go home and, and uh, recover. But as long as somebody's there to help you out until until your eyesight improves, you're, you're fine. Tim, how long did, did she have to stop driving um, when she got, after she got the cataract, cataract surgery? If, she was driving the next day. So no, that's, that's, a, good. So, uh, that's, a, that's yeah. a good thing. So we had to take Uber on that. <laughs> oh, it's not going to kill you, Tim. I use Uber all the time. Well, no, maybe yes and maybe no, Jeff. But yeah, that's, that's, that's true. <laughs> you, got a, you got a point there. Anyway. Oh, it worked well. <laughs> anyway, we just, I just thought I'd check in. Before I finish getting breakfast ready, so there you go. Gotta get her priorities straight. I always remember uh, when my little brother, my little brother had cataract surgery. He was about four years old, and uh, I had to bring him to the doctor. And he kept talking about he was going to go have Cadillac surgery, (laughs) have the Cadillacs removed off his eyes. Yeah, and it was called Speedo, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that would certainly block your vision. <laughs> you tell him then he could drive. Yeah, that's yeah. right. All right, buddy, unmute yourself, please, and then, and then Gail will be next after Buddy. Go ahead, Buddy, out there. Go ahead. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Hope everybody has a good day. It's going to be fifty-three today. It's twenty-six in Asheville now, so that's not bad. I got a question for Dave and Chris. Are you both familiar with KAFN in, in Benton, Arkansas? I am. Okay. Why do they have it networked like that? Now that I can't tell you. Can you give me a more specific button? <laughs> okay. All these stations are networked in one, and you, you can't. You have to listen on the iPhone or the computer. Or the Alexa. I don't have it. Though. You can't do it with a Victor Stream. Well, that may be a, a problem with the O-Tunes database that's in the Victor Stream. That that might be it the is. reason. Um, I was gonna. Jeff brought something to mind. This is Marge. Um, Jeff brought something to my mind about he mentioned Tab, the drink. I was in a contest one time with these other two friends, and I don't remember what the contest was, but the loser had to drink a Tab Ooh. and watch the TV a TV show that they hated. So I lost. Watch so I had to watch. I was 25 years old, and I had to drink a tab and watch Captain Kangaroo. That's a good show. <laughs> I didn't even like Captain that Kangaroo when show. I was little. <laughs> so, and God, that tab was awful. Now we like Diet Coke and Diet Pepsi. That was the Jeff is right. That is the nastiest drink. I was like, <laughs> it took me over an hour even to get it down. It, it was. And they were laughing because we were all together when I had to do it, so I couldn't even cheat. I mean, you know, and I wouldn't have anyway. I would have, you know, if we were on the honor system because they were blind too. So I sat there, watched Captain Kangaroo, make a tab, and and seed, and and wishing I had never got into. I wish I could remember what the contest was, but I lost. Well, Marge, you, you could have been doing what the Sadler brothers were doing. You could have been smoking cigarettes and watching Captain Kangaroo, Captain you know. Kangaroo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drinking tab I, I and like watching. Because um, 
this girl at school even said when I was out, I was about 11, she said, this song reminds me of you. And I said, why? She said, because you don't like Captain Kangaroo. <laughs> but that was my, uh, whoever lost had to um, drink a tab and watch a show they didn't like. So. <laughs> and you had an hour Mark. to do that, you know, so. Yes, I did. Mark, I. I... That to get it down, even. The drink, <laughs> it, it was so bad. <laughs> In one of the few uh, radio contests I ever won, Marge, I won a case of tab. Oh, <laughs> oh my lord, uh, My cousin went to the store, and uh, I knew she was going. She lived next door, and we told her we wanted a tab. She's like, who's going to drink this? <laughs> but a case of tab. Oh, Tim, bless your heart. Oh, good God. lord, Tim. Yep, it's 24 degrees here right now. Going to 53, it's going to be pretty good. Then it's a weekend, they're talking about snow. <sighs> but that's what's going on here in Asheville, North Carolina. 25 years Better old. Better order your tab. <laughs> get it in before yeah. it snows. That's right. Yeah, I got to get, yeah. See if my cousin's going to the store. Or, yeah, <laughs> she remembers that. I know she'll remember that. Yeah. Because she's like, who's going to drink this? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye, guys. All right. Thank you, Mar- Bar- Bar- Marge and Buddy. Thank you, guys. <laughs> this Diet Pepsi's not so great either. So, I don't know. I kind of liked Fresco when it came out. Do you guys remember that? It came about the, about the same time, Tab. Yeah, that was also made by Coca-Cola, if I'm not mistaken. But it was uh, better than Tab because it had kind of a grapefruit flavor. Yeah, you can't buy that anymore. But uh, I don't the, even the know other- if they sell it anymore. Well, I don't even think they sell tab anymore, do they? I have no idea. I've... You can still buy Fresca, but I've not seen tab. I haven't either. Um, well, but I bet if other... we look hard enough, we can find it. How's our call count, Jeff? Have we got them no, through? We've got two more, and we're going to go with um, Gail. You're next. Go ahead, please. Unmute yourself, and then, then Bill in Chicago will be next. We've got three. Oh, this was it. Oh, I, I just, I, I got it, Chris, sorry. Go ahead, Gail. Okay, hi, everyone. Um, first of all, I'll say it this way. Victory, victory, that's by cry, V-I-C-T-O-R-Y. I went to the doctor yesterday to um, have my, uh, for the blood draw for my um, uh, platelet thing. And he called yesterday afternoon and Wendy and I talked to him my platelet level is a normal so I don't have to go back for like two months yay fantabulous and I feel great so I had to let everyone know that news and other than that everything else is still fine with Wendy and I everything's going well except I'm looking forward to clear sidewalks and nice traffic sounds and uh, it's been cold here too, and I've my heat I've had to have up pretty high, and it's a little too hot. But with our heating, with our system here, it's kind of on the goofy side. But I've been doing pretty well with with everything else, and still, you know, keeping up with the legend and listening and stuff like that. And I hope somebody can help me find some mischief to get into soon. I'm sure that would be Radio Tim. <laughs> yeah, he does a good job. Oh, and Bill, it's good to hear your sweet voice again. We'll be back. We're coming back. Don't you worry. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. Enjoying right. everything. 
Tim, I was thinking about Reaper. Maybe maybe you and I could play the game Beat the Reaper, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. It's from the Firesign Theater. It's called Beat the Reaper. You have to do a little editing on that. Yeah. Symptom six. Symptoms. <laughs> right, right. I've got jaundice. Jaundice in it. Never mind. No. All right, Bill, unmute yourself, please. Yeah. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. It's about 30-some degrees here. We're supposed to go to about oh, 38, almost low 40s. And I got to take all the decorations off around the house today because it's warm enough. Last Sunday, we had an ice storm. The sidewalks were sheets of ice. The streets, you couldn't do anything. You couldn't even walk on the sidewalk. You had to walk in the snow because you went anywhere. And as far as diet drinks, um, my doctor told me years ago, don't drink diet drinks, if you're, especially if you're diabetic, because they're harder on you than a, if you just take a regular Coke and drink half of it if you need a Coke. For some reason, don't don't drink diet that's harder on you for your system. And also, now that I learned that with the wife, because she's a diabetic, and he said, whatever you do, don't drink diet drinks. If you want a Coke, drink a regular Coke, regular Pepsi, any of those, just regular stuff. Just don't drink at all. And also, cataract surgery, talking about that, I remember cataract surgery I'd done in 56. And you know, you're right, Jeff. Back then, I was came out of surgery. My hands were tied down. I had a strap across my chest keep me in bed I, I was what was I uh, 17 years old yeah and then I um, had sandbag on each side of that side of my head one across my forehead and I had to lay that way for a week and they they had they, they fed me and all kinds of stuff I couldn't even sit up to eat so that was in 56 so it just come a long way because I had another one done on the other eye in 69 and that was what my doctor did the first one did the next one in 69 and he said I was at one of his first outpatient cataract surgery I went in the morning had the surgery stayed overnight and went home the next day so that was that was what they called him you know it was a, his first outpatient surgery but well, otherwise it shows we've come a long way right Bill oh yeah well yeah now they do it in fact yeah. I don't know how they did 10 but I've heard some of them you do it you go in the doctor's office sit in the chair and they take them they just lay you back in the chair and remove it and you you're there back, for ready to go. Leave. Hey, you're ready to go. And I'm glad you're feeling better, Bill. Thank you. Uh, yeah, because I missed your two Sunday morning shows. Yeah, you <laughs> I, might have... I knew you weren't feeling good when you weren't on. <laughs> there, there's a good reason if I'm not on. There's a good reason. Right, right. I knew I knew you weren't on. So. And I guess there's really not too much anything else going on. I mean, it's just the same old, same old thing. Keep plugging away. And all oh, as far as shopping at Aldi, Jeff. We shop Aldi's a lot. It depends. Aldi depends on how big the store is. They, they have different sized stores. If you have the great big giant supermarket where they sell everything, I mean, it's almost like a Walmart. You can go in, you can get aspirin and all kinds of stuff, and they even sell. They'll even sell something. They even sell krills in the summertime and all kinds of stuff. If you get the big super, get the super Aldi's. They have more variety. They carry a lot of name brand stuff too. In the super Aldi's, your Aldi might be a small one. And they just carry their brand. But I, oh. we shop all these lot. We do a lot of them. Oh, Bill, let me hit you on a on a little secret. Yeah, let me hit you on a little secret. I actually showed up last two Sundays. I just couldn't. I felt so bad. I just couldn't get the buttons to push. <laughs> well, I know. I knew. Well, I knew. I knew something happened because uh, Zimmerman went off, and then. Uh, you play, there was a little short there was music, and then all of a sudden it went dead. I was it sitting there. I was listening to you on Google, uh, Google Dot. And it was, yeah, um, 
No, but it I was there. And all of a sudden, it went back on it. Oh, Bill doesn't feel good today. Or because or, I know on last coffee club last week, we had, you had technical problems. Remember, we had, you had a technical problem with the yeah, computer. Yeah, that, that wasn't was. nothing because of that. But but still. But right, I thought that might have been it there. No, not at all. But <laughs> the, the, the point was, I was there. I just couldn't get the buttons pushed. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean if you couldn't do it, you know, if you didn't feel good, why even be on there? But I tried. Yourself, right? Nothing like but an old dog. Happened. Yeah, nothing, nothing like an old dog. Okay. Yep. And, and we're supposed to get snow this weekend too. Thank you. Good. Same as same as Buddy and Mars said in Asheville. See how we're supposed to get snow here too. So, all right, catch you guys all right. later. All right, thank you, Bill. Mm-hmm. All right, Alan. You're next. Go ahead. Can you mute yourself, please? Out yes, there in Ontario. There you go. I, I, I'm on, on, is on it. this morning. But I just say good morning to all the crew. Uh, we have about 47 degrees, and we should get a, a high of 75 today here in Ontario. I'm jealous. I wish I was out there. Yeah. Are you having rain out there as well? Like, I know they're having rain in Northern California. Are you getting yeah, rain? Yeah, we had rain uh, sometime back. We had rain out here, but... It's gone now. We might get some, you know. Sound like you've got a cold, too. Well, at least uh, like they can't say there's a drought in California right now. No, because they uh, no. they've got, they got tons of snow up there in the mountains. And they get... Go ahead, Bill. I thought uh, to worry about landslides off, especially in the canyon areas where they have the burnout. Yes, the fires. What happened to my solos here? Oh, there it is. Okay, well, sounds good. How's Walter doing? Oh, Walter's doing fine. He's the talking book, and I'm doing the coffee cup, so. There you go. All right, very good, Alan. Thank you. Okay, unless we have anybody else, Jeff? No, I th- let me just check it. I think we are <laughs> caught up. We are definitely caught we up. We are definitely caught up. This is a great time for your computer to say, your internet connection may not be stable. So this is a good time for that to happen, I suppose. Um, you know, going on with things and and things. Um, Michael, is anything besides your audio, any other changes in your that uh, you're noticing going on out there in the landscape? Uh, boy, nothing comes to mind at the moment. I mean, yeah, there's lots, you know, things that I'm working on, but nothing as far as mainstream, uh, you know, like you said, a lot of folks that you used to rely on for podcasts and stuff are going to do another thing through video or moving on or, uh, moving on. I'm kind of quiet. It's ramping up after the first of the year. People are, gosh, we haven't seen blind bargains in a long time. I think that's not relevant now. Um, used to be one called Blind Android that may be still going, and there's that's few... still out there. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, Bill, because I know you're hungry for knowledge. I'm telling you, YouTube is now kind of the place where that's of true. Find what things you're interested in, as opposed to people just feeding. Uh, I think they have RSS feeds. So you, I don't know if you guys ever talked about that. I don't know that Luna RSS that you guys are using and how you're using it to get updated news and information. I love it. I I use it all the time. And Bill, I I owe Bill big time because if it wasn't for Bill telling me about it, I'd never know about it. So I. Well, we don't get much of a lull on here, do we, Jeff? No, we certainly don't. (laughs) 
But let me ask you a question, Mike. Uh, this Reaper thing, uh, is, is Brian Hardridge, I know we had the training courses. Are they available for purchase even after the courses are done? Are they, you know, if he's Yeah, you could go buy it now if you want. It's not cheap, though. It's like 80 pounds. So it's like 113 U.S. dollars right now. Well, unfortunately, on if you need it, so if you need it, he, he, yeah, if you need it to, to build it out, uh, you know, I look at it as financial investment. Reaper was $60 and 7% sales tax was a $150 investment. But by me putting that money into it, I'm going to stick with it and learn it. And like I said, I'm going to get in the video making business. I'm either thinking about tutorials or either assisting other people and putting it together. But I'm really thinking about getting into that space of tutorials. It's one idea of you know, taking over how successful, like, I'll make a tutorial and say you pay a minimum of $20, you get it. Or if you pay a minimum of $50, you'll get lifetime upgrades and see if we have any takers. Offer a little bit of it for free so people can see if it's even something of interest to them. We'll give them enough to whet their appetite. So that's one thing I've been thinking about. Um, well, and, and once you figure out where the camera is and how to place it and everything else, you, it really is not a pro- not going to be a problem, obviously. And, you, and you've and you got uh, someone that can help you with that. Just so well, right. Sure. And Zoom has taught me that. I've learned a lot just doing Zoom, how to focus and, and get that set up. Got your so. camera. And I have that thing on my Facebook, on my Facebook, on my iPhone. It's a stand that I bought. And you, I think you have the same one, Mike. Or you told me I do, Jeff. That works great for the iPhone, yeah. And I use it on Zoom. And my sister said, you're doing good. And I said, you mean I'm not, I don't have to move it at all? She says, no, you've got it the way it's supposed to be. So, I mean, that, that's... Actually, I'm using that for my camera now. I just have it kind of upside down because the camera's made differently. Bill, I have a question for Mike. Yes, Mr. Dave. Okay. If, when you get a chance, check your... Kasari and see if where you create your programs if it's working. Under my recipes ours you can put in the name of the recipe but when you get ready to set the time and temperature and you swipe through it you just get screen clicks now. You can do it if you Yeah I was going to mention that, ask you about that because you said once you create something then you could just start it'll start the machine. I'm not having that success. Well no, you you actually can't you have to go push the button but But if you go in again and try uh, now and try to create a program um, and you want to set the time or the temperature voiceover is not reading. You can make it work if you know what order the clicks are in, which I happen to, but that's not the way to go. That just yeah, started it, with the last update. Where it defaults, like, what, 415 minutes or? Um, Sounds like to me. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's not, I, I don't quite get that. I have early, but I know what you're saying, though, but not this app, Did this app undergo a major update a few days ago, Chris? It's yeah. gone through several updates, and the last one is when it did this. And we have contacted the company, but haven't heard back from them. Yeah, I don't like. I don't think the app works as well. I liked it when I first got it about a month ago, because that time I was want to make bacon. It's like it, it's hidden now. You know, I'm like, look, spring it up. I want to start bacon and sets the values, and I go over and click start on the Kasori, and it's like it's now hidden. Just basic stuff. So well, I don't you like have to go to that like. manual thing now. I think. Right. Yeah, you have yes, to put it on yes. manual, and you can. Yes. But we just wanted to check and see if we were the only no, ones. No, you are correct. Hey, that's something else broken. And if you got screen clicks, there's no way you can label it because you don't know what you're labeling at that point. So that, that's not going to help either at that point. So well. I, I can do it, but it's not pleasant. It's not easy. No, it's something they screwed up. And the Google Voice commands don't work like they used to either. I mean, I used to be able to start it sometimes with Google, and not, not a lot of times it'll say... 
the device is already active. I can't work with it or whatever. I don't know. They started get well, a good program, start it, screw it up. I, but, yeah. I haven't done Amazon, so maybe it works better with it. Is I haven't that tried it with voice? Amazon. Okay, but you can't start it with that either, right? I don't think so. I don't think, so. I don't think you can start it anywhere at all now without going and pushing the button. And I don't oh, know if the app is available on the Android store or not. Have it really looked? Yeah, I don't I know. Is there, a, is there anything other it, than VSync you could use with it, or is that limited just to that app? So, as far as we know, it's limited to that app, but I can't say that for sure. They're supposed to have an Android version, but I don't. I haven't looked either, so I can't say for sure. Sometimes Google can be your best friend. So if you if you want to know if there are other apps for it, you can go on Google and find out if there are other apps for the Kasari. No, if if you're using the stuff that they have in there, it seems to be working fine. You know, yeah, it's just that if you want to create your own, that's where you run into trouble. So, but when you have to do it manually, Dave, does it work okay manually without using their pre-made profiles? Is that is that what you were saying? Well, you, I don't know. I, I always go in and create a recipe, so I don't really know the answer to that. Yeah, because if you try to, I think maybe what you're asking, Jeff, if you try to use the buttons on the machine, it it keeps what you were doing. No, before. I think he's asking if you can go in and manually set your time and temperature. On the iPhone, for, let's say. Without creating a recipe. I have. Before. Yeah, you can do it without a recipe. Oh, have you? Yeah, I did it this morning. I can set the, the time and the, the temperature, but I can't assign it to anything like you said. You can't. Yeah, because voiceover just doesn't talk. It just stops. Well, it talks except on those numbers. Yeah. You just can't. <laughs> it, just makes never it, it, it just clicks, right? It makes That's all, that's all you do, right? Yeah. It just yeah. I've never created a program. I'll, I'll, I'll ask someone today. I'm sorry, Jennifer. I'll ask someone today, Chris, and see if it, like, what their default values. If they have default values, I thought maybe it was 415 minutes, but maybe that's just I, in the that manual. sounds. That probably I actually sounds thought right. it was 350 in 15 minutes, but I don't. Well, know. this morning it was 400, so it's I don't. It's like know. 350 oh, okay. or 380 in 15 minutes. But it might be because I used 400 yesterday. I don't know. It might remember. I'll, I'll play with that and see what we can figure out here. <clears throat> is the Kasori also an oven or is it just a fr- an air fryer? It's just an air fryer. They have an oven, but this is just the air fryer. All right. We have two hands raised here. So uh, oh, no, let's Jeff. iPhone iPhone Julie. Julie, Julie, Julie. Do you love me? iPhone Julie. You know that. Bobby Sherman. Go ahead, Julie. Yes. Hello. <laughs> I'm kidding you, Julie. Go ahead. <clears throat> That's Okay. <clears throat> That's okay. Do any of you have any of you ever used the um, Braille key, uh, keyboard for the iPhone? The Braille uh, keyboard for the iPhone? Are you are you, you talking about the screen keyboard? Yeah, the on-screen keyboard for the iPhone. With a lot of trepidation. I I have. I've not had real good luck with it though. I have, but yeah. there was a really good tip on Jonathan Mosen's show about how to do our. Uh, Judy Dixon, I think, gave it, and how to calibrate it properly, and then it supposedly works a lot better. Uh huh. How to lay your fingers down to get it started right, but no, I haven't used it a lot. And I know some folks that do, and they swear they can type, you know, 60, 80 words a minute, just like they would on a typewriter, but. Yeah, okay. I've talked to people that say the same thing, so I don't know. Well, I have a friend who said 
she hasn't tried it, but said that, well, you know, that then you can come up, you can read it then on the, on the screen. You can't, there's no way you can. It doesn't have any fins or anything. Well, you just have to add it to your rotor so that you can have it there when you want it and turn it off when you don't. Yeah, but but she had said that it comes up and you can read it. I mean, um, in apparently in Braille on the screen, I see you, there's no way you can do that. It doesn't have any pins or anything to come up. Well, maybe she's talking to Braille display. I don't see how else you could. Or you mean just <laughs> yeah. speak what you typed in. I, yeah, I yeah, that's what yeah. it'll do. It'll speak what you type in, but it can't read it. No. I mean, you can't read it in Braille because, uh, except on a Braille display. Right, you can just type it in the Braille. Yeah. Do you yeah. use it, Jennifer? No, I've tried to use it. I don't like it. I never could get it to calibrate with my fingers to work. I thought it was just easier to use the letters and numbers on the regular screen. Is it kind of similar to, um, and, and maybe nobody has one of these, but is it kind of similar to if you typed on the touch screen of the Braille Note Touch? No, because the Braille Note Touch calibrates to your fingers, and if you leave your fingers there or pretty close to there, you can. You have a lot more room on the screen of the touch to do it. The iPhone, That's you got to hold it sideways and yeah, yeah, do crazy things. Yeah. I get that. I guess if you could keep your fingers in the same place once you calibrated it, it would, it would work, but I never could. Yeah, that would be very difficult to keep your hands like that and there all the time. Yeah, that sounds like that would be very difficult. But, um, you know, she had said something that I just thought, no, there's no way that can happen. <laughs> so, okay. And Jeff or, or Bill, the tab, I thought it smelled like, or it tasted like a like a solution that they used for cleaning in the dorm smelled oh, i was yeah. in the tab because <laughs> it smelled like it like it tasted like a cleaning solution smelled <laughs> well it's been around since 1964 or 65 and i never liked it then and my parents bought it once and they never bought it again so i i can tell you right now that it's, it, you'll never see that in my house no, not at mine either. God, like okay. I said, All I right, think it's today. taken All right, thank you, Julie. Thank you, Julie. Uh, I believe it's Dick 414, and I don't want to give the number out. It's but probably unmute Nancy. Your, oh, Nancy, whatever. Go ahead, please. I bet unmute you it's yourself. Nancy. Uh, uh, good morning. Yeah, um, you don't, actually, you don't, I've got a... I'm sorry, Nancy. Please forgive me. No, it's all right. A um, couple things. Wonderful. It's wonderful to hear you back, Bill. But um, it's dumb question time, folks. Really dumb question time. I have, or I had, an Amazon show. I gave it to my sister. Now, do I have to, do, because I had used it, uh, for her to set it up, do I have to delete it from my iPhone? Well, you have to delete it from your Amazon account, right, Bill? I mean, you yes. Have to... You deregister from your Amazon account, which you can do on your iPhone. Okay. You're talking about your Amazon. You're not the app from your iPhone. You just have to go on your devices. Well, she doesn't have it. Her sister has it. It doesn't matter who I gave it it. to my sister. Well, I used it, but now she has it. And so I'm wondering, in, in order for her to use it, do I have to delete it from my iPhone? Well, you have to yes, delete not the it app, from the your, device. Yes, yep. you do. Yeah. Okay. And let me yeah. tell you why you want to. <laughs> We gave away something to somebody. Oh, is this a sister of somebody? And then somebody started signing up for this account, that account, this account, and we got into all kinds of a problem. So, oh, oh, 
Yeah. So yeah. Well, I don't I, think George, I don't think she would do that. But oh, the thing she, of it is, she is would that never do that. Um, I was talking to her, and she yeah. said that she found a um, a video, um, a YouTube video, so that she'll be able to <clears throat> to um, to hook it up at her house. And when she was here, she just loved it. And I said, you can have it. I don't want it. Well, was it <laughs> well, anyway, just an FYI my, for just an FYI for you or anyone and going forward in the future? If you want to give away a device, a, a, maybe a fire tablet or a, a Echo Dot, whatever you have, you need to first go into your app and deregister that device off of your account. Yes, you do. Yeah, because oh, your boy. sister gave me that show, and I went and charged your credit card up for about $10,000 worth of stuff from Amazon. It's all coming to my house this week, Nance. Because <laughs> right, they can sign up for Prime Music and buy oh, some God, movies. Yeah. And, yeah. My sister or my brother or my would never do this. My has come back to be very expensive over the years. Yeah, I know that can happen, uh, but... Anyway, um, and I just want to say it's wonderful to hear everybody again. But um, I had my catheterization on the 21st of December, and we didn't expect, you know, much from it. But the interesting thing that happened was I, um, they gave me nitrous oxide, and I had to breathe it for seven minutes. And for the next couple of days, there was marked improvement with my lungs. But they knew it wouldn't last. I mean, we knew it wouldn't. I mean, and but he was able to see when this process was going on. When I was getting nitrous oxide, they were able to tell that my um, uh, the capillary. Oh, I don't know. Well, anyway, stuff was working the way it was supposed to. The uh, the blood was going through my veins better than what it had been. And yes, they did find a problem with my heart. So we still have to deal with that yet. And find out if I'll be accepted for the, the program to see if this technique that they want to do would work with my lungs. We don't know. But I go in at the end of the month, and we'll be talking about it then. But I just want to say that I was so grateful to have my sister here. Not only did we have a wonderful time, but we, you know, when you go to a, a residential school and whatever, um, you don't get to know your family in the same way because you don't see them all the time. And one thing that we found, um, we, we found out a lot of things about each other that we do that we never knew we both did um, and likes that we have that we never knew each other liked. And so it was a very, not only entertaining um, and fun, but uh, a good, I guess you'd say, sister experience. And the best part of it was that um, I mean, we got along beautifully but you know the two of us were born in the same year so <laughs> you talk about the irish catholic babies well anyway so she has a birthday uh on saturday and she's older than i so i will be giving her uh really naughty treatment the next few days till her birthday and i don't mean naughty in a bad way i mean just picking on her because she's older than me so you're not, tw anyway, you're, you're not twins, are you? You're not twins, are you, Nancy? No, we're not. We're not. She was born in January, and I was born in November. <laughs> you know, it's just Irish Catholic family. What can I tell you? So, um, but it was it was wonderful having her here, and she did tons of cooking, and we still have a lot of things that she made, and 
it was just a really, really good time. So that was the neatest Christmas present I could have gotten. But then the other, just, um, I have a brother-in-law who has COVID, and he is hospitalized right now, and they did not get the shots. But then I'm hearing of people that did get the shots and got it too. So it's just a mixed bag. What can you say? Well, the big thing that people that who got, the big thing that people who got the shots, Nance, is is they're saying, and and, the, and all the sources I read on the internet and the news I read is, if you got the shot and you get COVID, it, it is a lot less severe on the body than if you didn't get the shots yeah. at all. So. Well, and the thing they've already told him that once he comes home, he's going to have to be on oxygen. And I said to my, I was talking to my sister yesterday, a different sister, <laughs> her, his wife, and I said to her, you know, I, I feel sorry for him, but I said, if when he comes home with oxygen, then he might get a sense of what I deal with every day of my life. And she says, yeah, I thought about that. So, but you just do what you got to do and manage the best you can. So thanks a lot. And thanks for the info on the, um, I'm getting rid of my Amazon show. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I might need some help with this. But anyway, because I, I don't have the knowledge that a lot of you guys have. I just don't. But anyway, you all take care, and it's good to talk to you, and we'll talk another time. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks, Nance. And we've got Pamela Francis is next up. Next, go ahead, Pam. Hey, good morning, everybody. I do hope everyone is well. Uh, talking about COVID, my entire family has it. Um, fortunately, I don't. Thank you. Um, Dave, I got a tech question for you. Um, as you guys, I think I've mentioned my glass top stove on this show before. Uh, I've got a friend of mine who came up with a possible solution. And I'm wondering if, Dave, what your opinion is as to how this might work. He made the suggestion that we use pieces of silicone the that would the, the type of silicone that is used for uh, auto parts, you know, as the high temperature silicone. He made the suggestion that we put either a ring around the burner or or pieces of it on on corners where where the edges would be. Why would you need to? I mean, because it, because it, because I can't. It heats up slow tell. enough that you can touch the glass just barely and tell where the burner is before it gets that hot. Ours does. Yeah, mine too. Yours what now? If when you, you turn, turn the burner the stove on. on, it heats up slow enough that you can barely touch the top of the stove and tell where the burner is. You can t- okay. You can do do it that you can do that. But my issue is not is not knowing what knowing how hot it is. My issue is is having the thing. It's there. There are no demarcations anywhere on this thing. It's one flat surface. They all are. Right. They are. But you can still tell where the burners are because only that part's going to get hot, and it gets hot slow enough that you have time to. Yeah, tell. you have like thirty seconds. You can feel. You'll feel the heat kick yeah. in, so you'll know that you've got it active, right? Right. I have a problem with my stove. I had to learn it because I can change. I have four burners on my stove, but I can the one burner I can change the size of the burner, so it can be a large burner or a smaller burner because it has different heating elements. But even then, it's, it works with no problem. I think what I think what Nancy is asking, uh, Pam is asking. Uh, sorry about that, Pam. <clears throat> is how do you find the burner? 
uh, yeah. if it if it's a glass top because yeah, some of the stoves do with being able to know what, when it's hot it's got to do with you know this is this is all one flat glass surface, well, if, surface you have, no- if you have knobs for the burner you know if you're turning on the left one or the right one in the front or the back so you can you have like you say you have a little bit of time to get the pot centered on where you think it is I just no, but there's don't new like ones that don't don't even have knobs, right? You just oh. apply right. the the pot, and it comes on. And but her question was, can you do that? And I think I think you probably you she you she probably could use some silicone because you know it it can stand it can stand some pretty high heat. They, I would I would keep it small, you know, skinny. A, a round circle to go around the edge of the burner. Right. I, I'm not looking at, at, you know, I was just looking at trying to find a way that I could mark the stove without, like, for instance, when I leave this particular place, since this is not my stove, I have to be able to remove it without damaging the stove. And I'm and my friend made that suggestion, thinking that that would, you know, it would peel off and, and not hurt the appliance. Now we have uh, one of those countertop cooktops units, and it has two burners on it. But what they did on the on the glass, there's a round circle. It's it's not real. Uh, it it's feelable, in other words. Just barely, though. What what would she put silicone on there with that would be heat resistant enough that it would stay on that she could still peel off? Well, that's a good question. Well, she was wondering about the automotive silicone that they use. Yeah, that would have a lot stronger adhesive to it. But you, don't, you don't want to damage the glass you, top when you're taking the, the adhesive off, Dave. That's do the you thing. think that would peel off, though? That's the thing. I don't know. I've never seen too many people with problems with that. that I, just don't like, I just don't like to guess. One of the things you have to be careful with those glass. Is this the first time you're using a glass top stove pan? Yes, one of the things you have to. One of the things you have to learn also is when cleaning it. Um, I bought a special cleaning solution made by a company called Edmonds. It's a liquid that you put on the stove to clean it because if you clean it with certain kinds of window cleaner or whatever, if you scratch the glass top, then you damage it. So be careful. That that I'm aware of. You know, by and large, I use soap and water. People have different needs, and if that's a need for her, just like flipping that pressure valve. I mean, I didn't have any problem with that, but some people do, so, you know. Well, isn't that why they always say use a towel on that knob so that you don't burn yourself or something, whatever? Remember, because they talk about... even need to do that, but, but other people felt differently about it than I did, so... Well, obviously, it's to the point that the, the company changed it, so... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, I... All I'm saying is people have different... Oh, of course they do. ...needs. I think it's the assumption that you're going to get burned. I, I, I would always jump when I feel that little spray of water because I just assumed that it was hot and it was going right. to scorch but my the, hand. But the right, company it itself changed the way that they did it. But they, they answered... I'm just saying if it's not yours, you'd have to find something that you could that would be reliable enough that it would stay on, but you could still get it off. Well, I just had this conversation Saturday uh, with Bonnie Lucas, who's the... She's the president of the nfb of alaska she was just saying that she just puts her hands on the pot itself and she can feel within you know just a couple seconds that it's heating up you're not going to get burned because it would take take some time so there's different ways to accomplish it um 
Well, you might want to set the pan on the burner before you turn the thing on, and I know I do that sometimes. Uh, yeah, because you have a good you, idea of where it is. You might just be a little bit off-center or something, right? But you're going to... Right. And actually, with the induction, you, you almost have to do that because it won't run. And it's glass top, but it's also induction, so... So you, you need to know where that circle is. You I suppose you could make a, make a template that would go on the stove that would be like I have a, a circle you know what I mean Dave where it would it would go like to the corner of the stove and then have a circle right where the burner would be yeah like a hole in and the then, center yeah you, yeah, you could do that and then just put the pan there and you could even have it if it was big enough if the center part was big enough that you would be able to lift it off after you set the pan on there so how does that work, Dave? It detects like iron or something, so that it yeah it detects uh, steel. Steel, yeah. Steel, yeah. See, my stove isn't like that. It just heats up. I mean, it's, it's not an induction burner, but that's that's different. But yeah, you you have to be real careful because if uh, if you buy cookware and it's not doesn't have that induction ring on the bottom of it, you got a problem. No, you don't even have to look for that. All you have to do is see if a magnet will stick to it. Yeah, but yep. what I mean, yeah, if it doesn't stick to the bottom, then you're in trouble. Right, it won't work. Well, don't get her confused because that's induction, and she was talking about a regular. Right. Oh no, I, I'm that that part doesn't confuse me. I was just trying to trying to see if if what my friend's suggestion was would work. What you do, what you do, Pam, is you call um all the all the delivery places and order a week's worth of food each week, and then you don't have to worry yeah. about. No, I'm just kidding you, Pam. I'm just kidding you, Pam. I'm oh, sorry. I get it. I get it. No <laughs> problem. It's okay. Nah. I was just actually I, the stove I, manufacturer may have something. Who knows? That would is be it, nice. Is it completely clear, or does it have little flowers or something on the no, burner? No, it's, of... it's all it's completely clear. There are no flowers. It's all I can see well enough to see that, that there there are there is no design. The only the only marking that's on the thing, and somebody told me this yesterday. It's kind of a it, it's a it, the stove is black. The, there, there is a, there's a visual demarcation of the, the, the very edge of the burner is gray, but there, it, it's not tactile. But it doesn't turn red or anything when no. you turn it on? Mm-mm. I mean, my stove, when, when it's hot, it's, it, it, if I were to turn it really high, yes, it would turn red. But I don't, I don't use high heat. I don't need to. No, we've had enough trouble with that here. Um, but it takes it a while anyway. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a heck of a lot better having uh, those those glass top burners for cleaning because you don't have to lift up the... I had an old electric stove where I lived one place and you had to lift the burners up and clean. It was just a mess. I hated that. Oh, yeah, I, well, that. I, I yeah. would agree with that, Jeff. They're being in the butt to keep clean that way, but I'll tell you what, they're not quite as safe, I don't think. I, I just, I just don't, I don't see the practicality other than the cleaning of a glass top stove. Oh, they're much more energy efficient. They use a lot less energy. Really? Okay. Yeah, because they they heat up very quickly. It's not like you know, it, it doesn't take it doesn't take much time to heat that up, right, Mike? You know, you've, you've seen those glass tops. So they right, you're not quickly. wasting energy in an open burner, and just they don't use as much as it takes to heat those coils. 
Plus, once it's hot, lots of times you can turn it off before something's really done and it'll finish cooking with the heat that's left in the... Right, but it doesn't have the intelligence, say, if you were boiling, had water in there and you evaporated all the water. It doesn't have a way to know that, right? You can't... No, it's not going to know that, Mike, because there's no way it could know that. That'd be the future of the AI stove, right? Have a little sensor and go, there's nothing in there. That's right. All right, Pam. Pam, uh, Thank you so much. Thank you, Pam. Bill, can you unmute yourself, please? Real quick one. Yeah, I was just going to get in this. I got a a friend of mine that um, she just moved into a new apartment here over in Indiana about a week ago, and it had the glass top. And she wondered how she was going to do it because it had no tactical markings on it whatsoever. And we got together with her and explained if she turns the burner on low, put it all the way on low, and you can feel because there's not a, there's not an induction stove. You can feel the heat, so you know where to put the pan. Then you adjust your heat to your cooking. Because if it's on low, it's not going to burn you. Just put turn the burner on low, put your hand there, and you'll feel where the of the burner is, and then just set your pan on there. You put your pan on it, then turn your burner up to the temperature you want to cook at. And she said that worked perfect. Because it's not good. It's like you say, it's not going to burn you if you start it on low and just let it get warm. Just a little, You feel the heat from it, and you just set your pan on there. Because I don't know about that, uh, putting that stuff on the stove, had it come off or not later on. And if you don't own the stove, because if you're renting... They can come back and tell you damage the stove and charge you for the, for the damage to replace the top or replace the stove. I don't know, but I think your suggestion's pretty pretty, pretty close on right, Bill. Right, I mean, because that's what she does. She just, and she's totally blind. She can't see it all. And that's what we finally figured out. Just put it on, just turn the burner on low, and then you'll know what you can find. You can rub the top or put your hand on the top when you feel the heat, set your pan on there, and then adjust the heat to your cooking temperature. From then on, so that's the way she does it. Okay, thank you. He's beep beep beep. We have anybody else, Jeff? No. Gosh, and I can't believe it. I'm agreeing with Bill for once. That's a scary thought, isn't it? It is scary. Maybe I better check myself. No, there are, there are miracles, Bill. Oh, you're tough, Bill. You're tough, let me you're tell you. <laughs> I had to get that in there. <laughs> yeah, but you can tell seriously we're taking it. <laughs> right, okay. right. Yeah. Hello, hello. Hi. Where, where, what kind of, what's going on there, Jeff? Yeah, hi, uh, Bill. Who's the, hold up. Who's, who's calling? Who's talking, please? Uh, this is uh, Don from North Hollywood. I don't have a Zoom, but we can certainly get into you You're, you're you guys. doing right. You're doing good. You're doing good, Don. Okay, yeah. We're just uh, just here to say hello, and uh, uh, I got my uh, uh, fiance here, Sandy, with me. Yep, you uh, called in many of anyway, yeah. And uh, anyway, she's interested in uh, knowing how your uh, how sunshine is this morning. <laughs> sunshine, sunshine. We hate cats here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we don't sunshine like cats. Sunshine's doing well. She's upstairs sleeping at the moment. 
Yeah, I told her about uh, the oh. refrigerator thing there. So, yeah. <laughs> so who's the cat okay, lover well, here? We'll let you go. We just wanted no, no, to let you know no, we were no, out we, here. We, and the, we've got, got to ask you a couple of questions. We've been listening to you guys for several weeks. John, who's You've the cat before, lover? Who's the cat lover? Well, we both are. Actually. Oh, yeah, okay. Then, then you're good. You're good, Where are you guys John. in North Hollywood, California? Yes. Ah, very good. Well, we good. I don't know if we've talked before, but I think it's, your voice sounds familiar, so I don't know if you've been on here before. But yeah, We've talked to Don on Wednesdays in the afternoon a lot of times. I've talked to yeah, Don. Yeah, we talked to Tim once and, in a while, too. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Bill. No, that's fine. We just got to oh, give you a hard time it. about being a cat lover because we're all cat <laughs> we lovers. Well, we love the dogs too, but uh, anyway, she's uh, she's more the cat lover than I am, I think. <laughs> I love kitties. Yeah. So anyway, we'll let you guys go. We just well, thought I'm we'd so glad uh, you called step in. in and say hi a bit. I'm all right. Thank you, Don. Glad you called in. We're glad you called in, uh, Don. Uh, they've called from. North Hollywood and right in every Wednesday. Ah, very good. So, Jeff, you got to be such, you've got to start liking cats. Uh, got to give you a I don't, I don't have a problem with cats. I just I just don't want to take on the responsibility of owning one. I mean, I, right. I had a cat and, and, and she loved me and uh, we got along very well, Princess and I. You know, but it's a responsibility, and and you've got to be be aware of that. But at least there's a difference with a cat and dog. If, if we had to go away for a weekend, let's say we left on Friday, we could leave the cat in 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 the house till Sunday with no problem, as long as they had she had enough water and food, and the litter box was clean, and that that worked out okay. And of course, there are devices now that you can buy that that will automatically dispense food and automatically dispense water and automatically clean clean the litter box. So I mean, you know, there are lots of things that you can do so you can mitigate some of that. So it's not so hard anymore, Jeff. Um, sweet. Do we have any other victims? And let's see how much. No, um, we've got we left can, here. We, we can find some maybe, but we don't have any right now. Mike, I got a question for you. I've may, maybe Dave, either one of you guys. Uh, I'm going to be using Ira because I've got to go to the mall. I'm, I really don't know my way around this particular mall, uh, but I, I want to go to the Apple store and uh, check out a few things. What's the best way to handle it? I, I can't hold the cane and hold the phone and try to keep it steady while talking to Ira. Is uh, is the Harbolt lanyard the best way to do it? Is there a, a something? Well, just get a lanyard. You don't have to be a Harbolt lanyard. <laughs> right. I'm sure you pay more for it than you need to, but any kind of lanyard, oh maybe you've gone to a convention or anything, just to wear it like just that. And... Put it around your neck and have it at chest at chest height or something like that. It was, I mean, I don't really know. I'm not. I've never done this before. That's why I'm asking. Jenny gave me one for Christmas. It's a little more complicated, and you slide your phone in there, and you you do it. It can be done, and you can use your phone full time and walk and do your IRA or do whatever the case may be, and it holds your phone. You remember looking at that thing, Jennifer? Yeah, it's a it's a chest mount. And you put one arm in the in the strap, and it holds it on your on your chest, so the camera is where you need it to be. It was really made for um, photographers. Well, there it goes go. on. Does it go on both arms or one arm, my, uh, Jennifer? Just one arm. You just put one arm through it. Okay. And, and then it's made. It's made so that it'll work with either an iPhone or an Android phone. 
After sure. take a look at that. My you suggestion can slide the bone be... into it and it clips, but you have to do it in landscape. Didn't you guys find out, Bill, for it to work? Uh, my suggestion also might be that you you can go to like um, CVS or Walgreens, and they've got something similar to it. Well, they have a pouch that you can hang your phone around your neck, but it won't. It's not like that. I don't think it has a window or anything in it for the camera or, or a way that you could really adjust the phone. You can just keep the phone with you. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to keep it still like that so that your camera is in the right place. They may make some that do. You have to reorient your phone in landscape, or can you just put it? You just put it in there. I mean, you have to change. Yeah, no, I you can't. don't. Have, no, you okay. do not. No, the most you should have to do, Jeff, is maybe turn your body just a little bit to the left or the right, depending on what you're trying to show them. But no, you don't have you to walk and travel and, and do what you got to do. Do you know where you got this thing, to Jennifer? By chance, if, if you remember, I'll t- I'll try to find it or something. I got it from Amazon. Okay, I'll. I'll and I I'll, just searched for uh, chest-mounted phone cases. And it was like the second one that I found or something like that. Because I was looking for one that would work with either phone. All right. And how much um, was it? Approximately, how much do you think it was? That's, that's a good idea. Oh, $25 or so. They're not really expensive. Go. I went cheap. I went, as they say, well, I went ghetto. I went to, I was at Disability Conference there in Indianapolis, Bill, and they gave you those little name tag holders and put in there was like the perfect fit. But yeah. it might not be the best if you got caught in the rain. Does that have any kind of right. waterproofing to it or something a little protect your phone? Maybe a little bit better. But I, it just so happened I'm talking to, with a photographer who was helping me put it on. He said, this is pretty good here, actually. So if you really wanted to use Ira and you were walking through the mall and you wanted both your hands free, you could do it. Yeah, that's great. You have an airport or bus station or something, you know, when you got your cane and luggage and stuff and you need your hands free when you talk to them. And, that, and you can you hit a button really well. on your Android and you can change your camera from rear mount to front mount or however you want it. And so it actually works pretty well. Didn't I mean, either phone would do the same thing. But it was oriented. I mean, it oriented itself quite nicely. He said, this is taking a nice picture. Well, I noticed I was doing a lot of live presentations, and I, every time they have a presentation, I get a notification on my phone. So I, they're doing a lot of live presentations, though they were last week and week before and so forth. But I don't. I really haven't used Ira that much. I, I haven't. I don't pay for it right now, but I'm thinking I'm definitely going to get it because I do live alone. And uh, but uh, well, so I'm saying the best. You know, if you're not going to use it a lot, the best is what I call it the Econo Ira. You get twenty dollars a month. Tell me either with ACB or NFB, whichever organization you prefer. Right. And you get 30 minutes plus you get the five intro minutes beginning of each call, which you can do a couple times a day. So you can get most of your stuff done unless you really need IRA a lot. I was thinking if I bought the 30 minutes a month and I could always I could always buy extra minutes. And as long as you don't use those, thir- those 30 minutes up, those extra minutes continue to you keep those extra minutes from what I was told. So That's it's true. not really a- it's not really a big problem. So uh, it depends you don't, you don't upon what you need it for, especially when I'm out and I'm traveling or B, we're at the airport, C, we need to go do something or look at something at the store or 
there's a lot of good reasons that you might want to use it. Yeah, travel's my number one use for it as well. You know, travel, Jenny uses it for if you need help signing a check, to, to need help making a flight reservation on an accessible website that's not accessible. There's a lots of good reasons you can use Ira for. By the way, the other thing I was going to ask you, Mike, and Don Breeder told me, this guy that I know works for Duxbury, and I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but if you have a problem with TeamViewer, with the user ID and the password field, we talked about the fact that you can figure out what it does with the spe- using the speech buffer command in JAWS, but there's supposed to be another program that he told me called Quick Support that will work the same way. Are, are you familiar with it, Mike, at all, or have you heard about it ever? I'm not sure if it uses the same technology on the back end or not, but I've heard of Quick Support. That's what why companies told, use to work when you call them and they want to look at your computer or whatever, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm told it's the same technology as TeamViewer. It just Viewer, gives you a code, it right? It just gives you a code. You, you go to a web page and you enter the wonderful. code. TeamViewer allows you to – they can do all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, I, I have TeamViewer and my friend Tim in Indiana. He's in Bloomington, Indiana. He was on my computer. I said, oh, well, he has TeamViewer, but he was using his iPhone, Mike, and he was controlling my computer just to play yeah, around with it. Yeah, you can do it. that, iPhone. Of course, what I like about TeamViewer is you can set it to hear their audio. So you could help someone with their computer because you can hear right. their screen reader. Uh, so that's why I like it over other options. In fact, there's a webinar today comparing using JAWS Tandem or Zoom. Zoom has some capabilities, so I'm going to go attend that today. I think it's around noon. Just I never, th- I know Zoom has the ability to do remote, but I've never played with it to see if there's any I have it done be it. beneficial. I will tell you, as of probably right now, Tandem will... We'll walk away with that particular. Yeah, I mean, I think John uh, Jonathan Mosen talked about in one of his podcasts a long time ago about using Zoom remote with his daughter's uh, Mac computer or with his daughter Heidi's computer. And he said you could do some things, but it's not it's not it certainly isn't tandem. But, you know, it certainly wouldn't hurt to listen to that webinar, Mike. It's uh, you, you, you always yeah. get, you always, you know, gain information from them anyway. So, oh, no, there's no way you can lose by it. Well, the thing is, sometimes you're working with people that aren't using JAWS. I mean, they got NDDA, yeah. you know, uh, so that takes tandem out of the equation. So it's more of not comparing them, but what can Zoom Remote do? Yeah. And Zoom Remote is not quite as good as what you might think, because it it just can't. At least well, I, I believe that because I've done video and stuff. I try to use it to show parts of my screen. It doesn't always show, or it has something in the middle of the screen. I don't know that. Or All right. there's controls to hide it, and they go they go away, and so it's a little sketchy. It's something I would prefer not to use, but then again, you never say never. You never say never. You know, you just go in and roll with it, but. But I, to my way of thinking, unless you can show me something better right now, the, you know, what Ira is using, with, you know, what they're using right now is good. Yeah. TeamViewer is the best because if you could get the other, get it installed on the other machine, because then it doesn't matter what screen reader you're using. Doesn't matter. You know, you could help someone that doesn't have a screen reader. You could turn on their narrator and hear it or NVDA or whatever. Right, and you can make it work. 
Now, have you used Team Viewer for the iPhone, Mike? Because I, I'm, I'm assuming that if you if you have an iPhone, it should, could Ira help you with that as well? Um, yeah, I really haven't played with it. Some folks say they can do quite a bit with it, actually. Yeah, they do. Um, there was some problems with it with Ira though for a while, but I'm not sure that that's not been resolved. But that's a good, good, good program. And the only reason I said it is I had trouble with uh, my Walgreens account in my iPhone, and you had to you had to accept the terms to have it deliver the grocery the groceries right the pharmaceutical uh, prescriptions to my home, and that button would not work no matter what I wanted to do. I could I, I held it in with the with my finger, and it was supposed to bypass voice voiceover, but it didn't work. I turned the screen reader, I took voiceover out, tried tapping the button, it still didn't work. I don't know what the problem was, and I don't know if Ira could have helped me with that at that point. We did that with two phones once. Remember that, Bill? Yeah. We've done it, but that the two phones was not the best solution, but it worked. I learned something yesterday. I didn't know this one. I guess I did, but I kind of forgot about it. But sometimes you never be on a button in a web browser, and it won't activate. Spacebar won't do anything. Enter won't do anything. Well, JAWS and NVDA, sometimes you can press Shift and Space. Yes, I've done that. that yeah. So that was something I think I kind of learned back in 19 and kind of forgot about. And I was like, Very yeah, you're the command. one I think Abby showed you. No, I think we, we learned it in Salesforce together. But, yeah, oh. that was. Uh, but also I heard yesterday, I don't know, March or April sometime, Apple's going to do another event. And they're supposed to introduce an updated iPhone SE with 5G capability. So for folks who want a cheaper phone. And uh, with 5G, I just don't know if I'd get another SE. I've had a few little issues with mine, but. You can't beat the price on them, but I don't know. It's... Now, how much do you want to go with the debt every time you buy another phone? You got to pay off the phone, you know. With the, but but they always give you a interest-free loan, and the payments aren't that bad. I mean, I I agree with you there. Um, and of course, that for those who insist on having the home button, the S the SC does have one, and I happen to like the fingerprint reader on the iPhone. So, but I'm gonna have to eventually I'll get rid of my iPhone eight eventually. But right I now, I think it's more. Yeah, I think it's more of a price thing. That's why a lot of people, I mean, you're right. There's a lot of blind folks who like the, the home button there. But I think it's a price thing. And Apple was surprised at how many people. Well, yeah, you know, when you got 1300 for a phone and you offer one for 399 a lot of folks are going to gravitate toward the 399 so. Well, you, especially in this economy we're in right now. And, I mean, it's not, you know, right, everything is everything is going up. I mean, if I'm going to pay 399 for a phone, what, what am I going to want to pay 399 for a phone or $1,300 for a phone? I mean, that's that, that's... You know, everything is going up in price. I mean, I saw my grocery bill. That's why I went to Aldi's to see what the difference was, because everyone kept telling me, well, it's going to be cheaper at Aldi's. But, you know, yeah, I mean, the, the, you know, everything has really gone up in price. You see it on your grocery bill. By, by, you, you go to shopping. You know what it's like. Yeah, when I could carry $200 of food into the house in my two arms, I'm like, oh, man, what is this world coming to? You know, one, one shot. I'm like, oh, Wow. Well, unfortunately, yeah. it's going to be that way for a while. I, I, you know, I don't see the days. Uh, you, you probably don't remember this, but back in like 1973, when we had the energy crisis, they had they were trying to institute wage and price controls. But that, I don't see that happening. So no. it, it's going to be with you for a while, Tom. Mike. Uh, we've got some hand raised. Bill, can you unmute yourself, please? And then Pam is next. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, I got a question. We were talking about phones. Uh, you know, they discontinued the old BlackBerry. Uh, if we did one what last week or so, but I thought I heard a blurb either on the radio or TV. I didn't quite catch. They're going to be doing away with 3G and 4G. 
That's eventually going to go away. That's correct. Oh, yeah, eventually. Right. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Right. They didn't say when, but, uh, you know. I could see know, that happening. I think it's, I don't think it's 4G, Mike. I think it's 3, because I have 4G LTE, but it's the 3G. And I've even seen where I'm, I've been in the bad area and I had 2G. Oh. Um, so that right. that's definitely going away, Bill. I don't know when, yeah, but it's I, definitely I going away. Gonna get away. I heard 2026, but I don't know what. Uh, mm-hmm. well, yeah, but eventually they got free up that. Yeah, I just heard a blurb and I thought, huh, when the, well, a new BlackBerry went out, you know, they took BlackBerry out. That's well, cool. but you know, BlackBerry well, is not even a player No anymore. love lost there. Well, BlackBerry, yeah, they never wanted to make it accessible, it. and so right. I'm good riddance. Right, <laughs> right. I know, but I'm just saying I know that. And then, then it was a couple of days later I heard him talk about 3 and 4G is going to be eventually eliminated. And well, the problem, they, they, they can't really get rid of uh, 4G LTE because they just came out with a thing about the problem with 5G interfering with some air, some airplane equipment in the planes uh, getting near the airport. They use interferes with the instruments. So I don't understand why, because in Europe they've been using 5G all along, unless they use a different yeah, frequency for some yeah, of the stuff. I heard but that's going to be a problem in some large airports like Chicago, New York, um, Newark International, mm-hmm. Los Angeles, San Francisco. A lot of these big airports, uh, the AT&T and Verizon have to turn off their 5G on the towers that are near the airports. So they'll have to figure that one out. Did you hear about that, Mike? Yeah, well, they have to prove that it's going to interfere. They say there's enough space between, but they, the airlines have always been like that. I remember when we were 106.5 and we wanted to raise our tower to 500 feet, and they're like, well, it's okay, but as long as you, as long as you, you promise you'll turn down your power if you interfere with our aircraft. Well, you know, there's no way you're going to interfere with the aircraft, but they just have that stronghold. So True. We had That's uh, true. That's true. a deal in the Twin Cities here when a bunch of the FM stations went to the IDS building, which is downtown Minneapolis. And they originally were 100,000 watts effective radiated. And they all had to lower it to 50,000 because of complaints from, that was actually complaints from consumers in the area with them overloading equipment and stuff it's because people have cheap radios but that's just my opinion <laughs> hey there's a good question name name devices you've heard radio stations on i remember the old talking book players telephones you'd stretch oh, yeah. up the cord and get am station um i had a phone uh, when i lived in my house on uh, uh, in albany and i could hear i could hear uh, w WABY in Albany on my on my cordless phone. I mean, and it, it, it got into that. So it what was that station WRNO in New Orleans, I think, and I could pick it up through my electric wiring. It was coming through my amplifier. How about, wow. how about your fillings? Have you heard any radio stations through your dental fillings at all? Any guys? No. <laughs> I'm telling you that no. there was. A, there, did you? The, Paul Harvey read a story years ago about a guy who could hear the radio station that carried his show in his head through his fillings. Somehow there was the oh, RF was oh, getting oh. into his metal fillings. I don't know. I mean, that's what like I'm... Gilligan's Island. Yeah. By the way, if you haven't, there is a great Paul Harvey book on NOS Bard. If you haven't read that yet, it's, I'm sure it's, it's been there a while. I just found it and read it, and I thought it was very interesting. It had 12 chapters and talked about his work in Chicago and just you know going all the way from its beginnings and very interesting. Well, By the way, another yeah, well, another podcast. Oh, you have a, I a I know Pam. Okay, do you want oh. to do the call first, then we'll go to Pam, okay? How about if we do that? Yeah, it's, it's real short. It's, here we go. Good morning, Coffee Club crew. This is Debbie and Lafayette. Bill, it's so good to hear you back. I'm so glad you're feeling better. And I also want to say it's good to have the Coffee Club back. 
I heard the theme song and I did a little dance in my kitchen. So <laughs> yeah. you all have a wonderful day, and I like listening to the tech talk. I have so much to learn. Thank you. Thank all. you, Debbie. Bye bye. There you go. That's All right, Pam, you're next, and, I, and then after Pam, I have a podcast that I can recommend because it's a, it's a, it's a like a, it's like a, a radio drama, and it's really good. Uh, go ahead, Pam. Can you unmute yourself, please? Yeah, I think I'm unmuted. Oh, you are. We can hear your lovely tones. Go ahead. Okay, um, Jeff, for your benefit, if in fact you are going to shop at Aldi, you might want to check out their app. They they do. Uh, talk about their you check out their website and their app it's very accessible it, it, as a matter of fact they champion accessibility in their app well i thought maybe you could do the shopping for me and then do all the cooking and stuff mm. for me as well pam is that does that not no i guess not i oh, guess here's not, a, here's i guess that's not gonna question. happen pam <laughs> i'm sorry here's that's a good question pam. for the crowd all these is great but there's a few brands you want to stay away from so is there is a brand you just don't like nothing that they make that'll um I I I don't ha- I've not had an issue with their particular brands. I don't mean theirs, but there's different ones. Like I think there's one called Brimmer. I wasn't too happy. There's another one that's like it's not meat; it's tofu or whatever. And I'm, like, <clears throat> I'm trying to think what brand. I mean, you know, never get me to touch that stuff anyway, Mike. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're not paying I'm, attention, I'm just, you know. And it's, I'm an, uh, I've been an Aldi shopper for several years, and it's just you know I. I've, they've even gotten to the point to where they will even carry more name brands than they used to. When they when they first got started, they only carried their own stuff. That is but true. Now they Coca Cola and a lot of other name brands. Yeah. Right. But you, remember, with Aldi's, um, you have to bag your own groceries. That I can tell you. Yep, I know that. But it's to me worth it. I mean, you don't have. You don't have all the issues with the grocery cart sitting in the middle of the parking lot. You don't have all the just it's just just worth it. Right. You know why that is, Jeff? Because you put the quarter in there, and so to get your quarter back, you make sure you return your cart. So. Yep. Oh yes, right. I, I, I'm familiar with that. That's not that's not that's nothing new. Uh, that's other places have done the same thing as well. Pam, hey, thank you very much. Um, the, the other yeah, thing I was going to tell you. App. Thank you. I, but 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 they don't deliver, so they, that's why I use uh, Instacart. Well, they now here Aldi's is on Instacart. Yeah, that's where I, that's where I found it. That's how. It, that's what I use. I use I use Aldi's uh, with Instacart. Thank you, Pam. Thank you very much. And okay, and uh, Pierre, you're next. Go ahead, please. Good morning, uh, Mister. I uh, I had I still have an old flip phone that I use and. Uh, I got a notification from AT&T last week that as of February the 22nd, these, these phones won't work anymore because they're 3G that that's, we're going to have. That's exactly what Mike and I were talking about, Pierre. You'll have to get a phone that you can use, either the blind shell if you're not into doing the touch screen or the, what was the other, jitterbug? I don't know. I, I'm not, not familiar with them, but I don't know you what know, to I gotta recommend. Say, I got to say, I've read, I had a... A client asked me if I could get him a, an audio version of the manual for the blind shell. And so I actually listened to the manual. And while it's not anything I would want, I could see it's a pretty high-functional phone. It does quite a bit of stuff. I, I, I like that they've made something for folks who just don't want to deal with the touch screen and everything kind of menu-based. And the second version of it, I think, so it sounds like a pretty good device, actually. Yeah, but 489 for... Uh, yeah, that's a little steep, because you probably... Well buy yourself an iPhone. 
Yeah. Well, Pierre, probably, you're right. They probably spent maybe 200 bucks for that. It's, it's some stock Android, right? That So it's a little pricey. I, I won't and then, dispute and, that. And then there's only certain phone companies you can use it with, T-Mobile. Yeah, T-Mobile. And then variants, yeah. So what are you going to do, Pierre? You Obviously, you're, you're going to be in trouble if you can't use that flip phone have you have you and your wife decided what you guys are going to do for iphones at that point or have you decided uh, we'll what you're probably do? just we'll probably just go to we don't use it much very very little so uh you know we put 10 15 dollars prepaid on and it'll last us six months so we're just going to go to uh uh at&t store and just get that singular two or whatever they call it to work with that well let us know how it works out for you okay and uh, you know, I was just—I was thinking, Bill. Uh, the little cat's name is Sunshine. What would make? What would that make mine? Thunderstorm or something? It'd I don't know, but our bird is named Thunder. <laughs> I don't know what it'd make yours, but it—it it could not be good. It, it could not be good. It could not. It's almost time for. Uh, Chris's recipe. Recipe time. We're hungry, Chris. But yeah, Pierre, I don't know what the heck they'd call your cat. Hurricane. And I'm not even sure I could uh, put it on this radio. I hit the delay <laughs> button. Since it's well, in Louisiana, call it Hurricane. Well, some of the things I've said some to her, you couldn't put on this radio station. No. No, you'd be hitting that dump button all the time. Play, play, play. Bleep, bleep, bleep. But we get it called something. Hey, All right, thank you, Pierre. But at least it's uh, still there. Hey, there you go. Hey, Chris, it's about time you do some recipes. Well, I have two this week because um, they're both appetizers and they're small. And in honor of the Super Bowl that's coming up, thought people might want to make some appetizer type things and now they have time to find the ingredients the first one is called pink dip and it's for basically whatever you think would be good to dip in it um i've seen it done with chips i've seen it done with crackers and fruits and vegetables it is 16 ounces of cream cheese softened and 16 ounces of chunky salsa and that's what gives it its pink look and you blend the ingredients with the electric mixer and if you want it to be smooth just use a blender or food processor and that's it you just serve it with whatever you want to serve it with you can't get much easier do you want your cream cheese to be at room temperature for a while before you before well, you use it it says soften so yeah that's room temperature okay <clears throat> the other one is buffalo chicken dip Eight ounces cream cheese, again, that's softened. One half cup of bottled ranch dressing. One half cup of hot sauce, sort of like hot salsa or hot taco sauce. Sixteen ounces of shredded sharp cheddar cheese. And two 12-ounce cans of chicken and water drained. You're going to preheat your oven to 350. Combine cream cheese, hot sauce, and ranch dressing. <clears throat> and if you need to heat it a little in the microwave to get it mixed up, you can do that for maybe 15 seconds. 
layer with chicken and cheese in a two-quart casserole, ending with the cheese, and you bake it for 20 minutes. And that is for pretty much chips or crackers, or I guess you could do vegetables in there. I don't think you'd want to do fruit. Sounds good. I eat a little taste of that right now. It's starting to bring my appetite back. That does sound good because most of the buffalo chicken recipes just call for Frank's Red Hot. And I'm like, that's okay, but there's better. I want the atomic wings. I like that the wings are so hot that you can't finish them. I I, I had a contest with this. Well, then instead of hot sauce, you could use a half a cup of Tabasco and that'd fix you right up. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Jeff, you like hot stuff? Well, uh, yes. Okay, I got one for you. RVC has just come out with a new sandwich. They call it the, the Diablo, and it's got five different kinds of peppers on it. It's got ghost pepper cheese, and they give you a free uh, vanilla shake, and it's called the Extinguisher. The shake is. <laughs> I, I, I can see why, Pierre. <laughs> well, you have to hey, order one, Jeff, just... and have it up for all things radio. Eat it live. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. That would be a good idea. <laughs> yeah. You'd forget about your other problems. You That's won't. right. When did I hear Pierre talking about that? That was pretty good. By the way, one more, one quick thing. I know we got two hands. If you guys love mysteries, and it's an hour and a half or almost two hours, it's a podcast. It's, it's not a continuous thing. It's one thing. It's called Ghost Writer. It's on the. Uh, it's produced by C. Uh, K. Whatever it's, it's called, C. Thirteen is uh, is the name of the company that produces it. They're owned by Odyssey. You can find them on anywhere you get your podcast. It's a crime mystery. It is it's awesome. And I'm not a book reader, but this thing is one of the best dramas that I've listened to. It's called Ghost Writer. G H O S T W R I T E R. Ghost Writer. Look that up, Jeff. And uh, we do have two pants raised. Let me get to Dick first because Joe, and then we'll get to Joe. Go ahead, Dick. Uh, unmute yourself, please. And don't call me Nancy. Uh, I know, I know you're not Nancy. I said Dick. <laughs> I, know, I know that. Thank you, Ro- thank you, thank you, Roger Crawford. Go ahead. Yes. Listen, Bill, I'm calling Bill. Give Bill a hard time. Uh, you sound a little better, Bill. I would have called you Sunday. But I figured you'd be in mourning. Uh, Bill, you got to get yourself uh, well and get yourself uh, physically fit. you got to go out there and be quarterback for your team because that guy's terrible. Jeff. I mean, Dick, what a what a disaster! What a disaster! I don't care if you did play football. What a disaster! I was horrible. Uh, I couldn't believe it. Well, what I would do is, I will give you guys Frank Reich and Chris, whatever his name is, Ballard. Send him to the Bears. Let you guys have him. You guys have him, Carson Wentz, and we're good. No, I don't want Wentz. No, 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 no. Um, oh. Yeah, I got to tell you something. We were talking about um, um, Aldi's. We have one around here. Their milk is cheaper uh, than most other places. It is. I buy a half gallon of milk. It's two nineteen at Price Shopper. It's a dollar ninety five at Aldi's. Now, I we buy it by the gallon. I, I drink a lot of Mujus, and uh, uh, what's it? Uh, two about two forty for a gallon. Yeah, it's, it's cheaper here, of course, because we're in the dairy state. So, boy, Florida, boy, Florida would jump you from. Milk, boy, it's more expensive down there. How about orange juice down there? That's not so bad, but it's not any, not any real cheaper. 
Oh, really? You think it would be? Would and in New York State, you don't pay sales tax on groceries, like unless unless it's like no. soda or... Uh, but you don't pay sales tax on groceries here. No, you don't in Florida either. Oh, you know the worst diet drink was... You know, I, I like Diet Pepsi, but I, I had to cut back on it because it has a lot of salt in it and it doesn't do good for your blood pressure. But the worst of the worst was Diet Right. That had a horrible... Oh, that wasn't good either, Fact. I forgot about that one. Dick. That was horrible, too. Oh, that was horrible. <laughs> Ooh, that just gave me a relapse. <laughs> diet Right was terrible. Oh. No, but I just decided I was going to learn to like Diet Pepsi because... You know, the, the regular soda, you're having all kinds of, lots of sugar in there. That's, that's the problem. But diet soda does not help you lose weight. Not at all. No, I drink, polar, I drink polar seltzer, and I drink their black cherry or their lime or their lemon or their mandarin orange or their vanilla or their orange. It has no sugar. It's very good, and it's no calories, and it tastes quite good. That's what I drink, uh, Dick. I drink that- coconut-flavored. Oh, you like that? That's not bad either. I've had that before, too, Dick. That's pretty I like good, that. too. I, that's what I drink, because I, I don't drink coffee, so... Uh, I drink uh, soda, and so I'll have like three uh, three of the Coke cans of the coconut uh, a day, and it's good. Uh, now it's funny because sometimes it doesn't taste as good as some other cans. I don't know why that is, but uh, we understand. Yeah. I've never. Thank you, Dick. Take care, folks. Thank you, Joe. Can you unmute yourself, please? Oh yes. Anyway, in Minneapolis, Minnesota, where I used to live, it's it's interesting, Jim. Those stations that were a hundred thousand watts went down to fifty thousand watts. At the time, I was working at KMOJ Radio, and at that time, we were just ten watts. But because those stations powered up the transmissions, that even affected our coverage area. <laughs> they dropped down. It's it's actually hard to believe, but it actually. <laughs> I'm only surprised that the FCC allowed that to begin with. But uh, but are they back to 100,000 watts now, or are they still only 50,000 watts, Tim? I don't know. I mean, you can, maybe you know. No. They are 100,000, but they're on the Shoreview Tower, which is about oh, 20 miles north and east of the metropolitan Okay, so area. that got them out of the center, further away from the center of the city. Is that, is that what you're saying, essentially? Yeah, and it's, it's quite a bit taller tower, too. Oh, yeah, that's how that happened. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's there's eight stations on that tower, and well, and then a whole bunch of uh, translators, too. But Now, remember, Joe, when Ellen says to you, can you help me push that wheelchair? So you got to say to her, my hands are so weak, and then you know she's going to kill you when you say that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Punch him in the arm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just be, we'll Ellen, just be... Ellen I, I like to give you guys a hard time. I'm just kidding around with you guys. No, that's all right. That's you, what you, I do. It's, when he's behind me, like, you know, and, and, and I'll see, he'll throw out a smart remark. I'll just punch him in the arm. <laughs> that's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll just be the big wheel. That's all. You there got you it. There go. And, and <laughs> one more thing. One more thing, guys. I got to I, I was talking to my, my stepdaughter. Uh-huh. is uh, looking at getting a teaching job. Where does she want to move, guys? Fairbanks, Alaska. She's been offered a job to teach uh, college in Fairbanks, Nebraska. I, it's you, too you, cold over Alaska. there. Alaska. Oh, my mm. word. Yeah. You freeze your buns off. You, you, yeah. couldn't, you know, you... You could never get me to go to Alaska like that. Well, as as AG said, it's 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 warm in the summertime. It's not that bad in the summertime, but in the wintertime, I don't think so. 
No, the mm-hmm. best solution, I think, would be to, to okay, get us like a summer house, you know, whatever, uh, and then just go out there in the summer and then go back to your other residence in the winter. Well, we'll see. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you. All I can say is, guys, thanks for everything. Remember, the new phone number will begin effective next week. So we want to be sure to remember 646-876-9923, then the 287-723-4600. Hit the pound key twice and you're in like Flynn, like Jeff says. We'll be sending out reminders. Oh, and, and there you guys go. Anybody else have anything, Jeff, before we no. thank everybody? Tam will be next. We'll see you after that. And uh, the coffee club and all things radio. So there we go. Thank you for everything, guys. And thank you, uh, Jeff. Thank you for all your help, Jenny. No everybody. problem. I catch you guys Stay. tomorrow night on All Things Radio. We got you, and we'll keep busy. Let's see if I can hit a button here. I can even hit the right buttons.